Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned in purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, friends, and welcome back. I'm Corey, and I'm a brand strategist specializing in brand photography for small business owners. And I'm Melissa, a confidence and business coach for female founders. And together we are the Business Reboot. We're an education hub for entrepreneurs, helping you refine your brand and generate more revenue by helping you create offers that make sense. And welcome to today's episode, guys. We are so excited. The title of today's episode is Can You Scale in This Season? And Mm -hmm. this is a really great um, podcast episode because we're going to just do a quick overview of some things that you need to be thinking about if you are looking at possibly being in a season of business for growth and scaling. We are coaching quite a few clients that are in that season. Um, But we also have been watching some new business owners who are kind of new to the game and they're already wanting to like grow and scale and think that think ahead that quickly. And we're kind of yeah, like thinking well, bigger, yeah. Yeah, which is great. It might work. And, and I think there are also those outliers that it does work for. But if you are a new business owner or if you're a seasoned business owner, today's episode is for you because we have some really great things that you want to maybe uh, walk through, think through, dig into when you are looking at, are you in a season of growth? Because the seasons of business impact your business and how you grow it, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. We've talked so much about seasons of life impacting your business. And now we want to talk about, you know, the actual season in your business. And is it time for you to move and change and shift and pivot and all that kind of stuff? Corey and I, um, yes, she does branding photography, but she's also a dynamic coach that heads up the strategy portion of the business reboot. And I handle a lot of the mindset coaching. And it's funny how so much of those things intertwine um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to kind of getting into the psyche of an entrepreneur. And the thing about us, as entrepreneurs, I will tell you, I spent years as the person who would almost look at myself as though I was a mutant. Like, why can't I just go to sleep instead of thinking about numbers all the time? Why, why am I always sitting and plugging and chugging like everything that was a new idea or a hobby, I could figure out how to make money with it. And I'm going to tell you, it did pay off because I have never created a business that did not generate profit. But um, it's like, it makes you feel like you're you're crazy sometimes. And I will say it was the shift for myself and for Corey too, where we said, no, what if the superpower is not that we're different, but it, it's like a praise God, our minds work this way because right. if they didn't, then um, we're seeing things that other people naturally just don't see. And so um, we know what's inside the head of an entrepreneur, but we also know that when you are creative and you like generating new ideas and, and you like plugging away and getting new things started and kicked off, and then even if you're a really good maintainer and you've created a business with longevity, it can feel like, shouldn't I be moving? Shouldn't I every year have a new offer? Shouldn't every year things be changing? And we're at the beginning of a year and some of you are sitting here going, oh, it's a new year. I got to adjust my pricing. It's a new year. I need to shift I'm my offer. burn it down and build it, burn it down no. and create something new. And and we just want to say, hold the phone, pause for one moment, and let's let's assess if you're actually in a place where it's going to be good for you to scale your business. We do want to say one little caveat that Corey is going to get into at the end of this episode, which is that not every business is meant to scale. Do not feel like every business has to be grown in a way that you can sell it. Like mm-hmm. not not every business will be sellable. I'm just going to throw that out to you. And, and financial people are probably like, she's full of crap. Don't listen. I'm just telling you, 
my truth is that, <laughs> is that I don't believe every business is is scalable to the point of being able to sell it, but you can do things to grow your business a thousand percent, no no matter what industry you're in. So I'm going to start by telling you a little story of something that I saw on Instagram um, just the other day. It was a reel from a business owner and she was being interviewed by someone and uh, he said, so you quit your job about a year ago and now you've been a full-time entrepreneur for a year and have you made, you know, tell me about how much money you've made. And she basically professed that she's been making pennies. Like when I, when I tell you the amount and we mention it in another episode that you're going to hear later. So you're going to, hopefully you'll remember this story um, and be able to expand on it when you hear it uh, in another episode. But she talked about how in a year she'd made a thousand dollars. And I sent it to Corey because I was like, you know what, you need to take a look through these comments. And the comments were, this happens more than you'd realize. People are um, really quick to start ideas. And then instead of testing them and figuring out if it is something that's scalable that can grow and sustain your growth and your change in your seasons of life. Um, if your business seasons aren't going to align, like, are they going to make money? And it was one of those where, uh, you know, a lot of people could look at that as super defeating, but being able to see it from the outside, I was very grateful one for her transparency to be able to admit mm -hmm. that because a lot of people don't admit that they make no money as an entrepreneur and people will stay and get in this loop of just doing because they feel bad about it not working, um, that they don't want to admit that it's not working and that they need to change or shift or call it quits. We've got a whole episode about that from like a year and some change ago about knowing when it's time to quit. Um, and then there's other times where it's like you are missing out on so much revenue because you can make this one little shift and it would dynamically change how much money you could charge or how much money you could bring in. But, um, you know, you really have to to assess where you're at in your season. So looking at it from the perspective of, um, you know, making no money, like y'all, that is not it. You have mm -hmm. to have an income. Maybe you had to take out a small business loan to get things rolling. Maybe you've had to have some lifestyle changes to make it happen, downsizing. Um, I will tell you when I wanted to walk away from weddings, when I was still a full-time photographer, my husband's student loans were like our biggest thing that we freaked out about. And um, if I was going to walk away from bringing in between seventy dollars and $80,000 solely from weddings in a year, I needed to figure out what we were going to do to be able to offset the money that he owed in student loans. And so it, we sold our house. We sold the house that I thought was the dream house. And we ended up buying a property that we then renovated that we've been in for the last five years. And it's, and it's gorgeous. Guess what? guess what? It's the new dream house. Like, you know, yes. I mean, your dreams change. Like, and you know what? We've got a five-year itch. And my husband, he doesn't wait for seven years. He gets one at five. And he's like, don't you want to do? And I'm like, oh, here we go again. But but we ended up downsizing um, a lot and renovating a house. And it still got to be everything that we wanted it to be. But um, it was a, allowed us to pull money out of our house to sell that one and pay off his student loans so that I could shift and change. We could afford for me to pivot and take a momentary, and I mean like 15 minute pay cut to, to be able to transition photography from weddings to just portraits to then be able to pivot into just coaching. Um, but if you haven't had proven sales and a sales funnel that's going to help your income flowing, if you're a new business, then I'm just going to tell you, don't quit that job. Don't quit yeah, the job well and go all in. Well, you know, I was doing, when we moved here, I relocated a business from Hawaii where I was making quite a bit of money. It was a business I didn't intend on growing, but it, it grew and it, it was 
insane. And then we moved here and it was like, I had to completely replant it from Hawaii to North Carolina, different demographic, different market. We didn't live close to the base, but we're here at the beach. Like there was just so many different dynamics that shifted. And so basically what we did was I was like, okay, am I going back into business full time or am I going to go back into the classroom and teach, which is what my educational background is in. And and we both just were like, okay, we're going to lay, lay a fleece before the Lord, whatever happens first. If my business takes off or if I get a teaching job, I'm going to go with the thing that happens first. And I got the teaching job, which was fine. But I still was like, yeah, but I'm not done with photography. Like this is for, again, I loved teaching. I, I, I enjoyed those three and a half years I was back in the classroom, but I knew it wasn't going to be forever. It was just for a season to help me build this business. And so I told Kevin, I'll do it, but I'm not laying down photography because I have grown to love this thing. And I have worked really, really hard. And he was like, babe, you do what you need to do. So what I did was I grew that business to where that part-time side hustle that I was doing while I was teaching, it grew to basically replace my teaching income. And as mm-hmm. soon as that shift happened, and I'm that was my my marker of success with my photography business. On a part-time level, if I can make full-time teaching salary, then I'm out. And that's also about the same time Kevin moved to to Virginia. You guys all know that story if you've been listening for a while. So so again, I didn't just say, well, I'm just gonna replant this thing without a little bit of a safety net without a network. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I never would have grown my business had it not been for my education network here in this small community, because then everybody knew Mrs. Frazier, the kindergarten teacher, and that helped build my brand credibility. So it was twofold. Didn't know that that was Mm -hmm. gonna be the blessing that came out of it. But again, if you're a new business owner, please, 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 be, be really thoughtful in the way that you decide to grow this thing and make sure that it's making money. Make sure that there's, like Melissa said, a proven sales funnel and you have the income coming in before you let go of anything. Mm-hmm. Well, and and I think that there's no glorification of playing it safe uh, that you will see on the internet. People are like, if it's, you know, you build it, they will come. And no. if you really believe in yourself, then you can do it. No, no, ma'am, we are not YOLO. We don't, we're not doing this. Like, you know, I want to be able to put food on my table and I'm not going to be able to walk away from one thing unless I, unless I know that I can make this work, right? And then the kind of like thought that you need to have if you're a veteran business owner is that you can't lack customer service and then just decide to walk away from your current offers and burn bridges on your way out just because you want to do or start something new. Because here's why, and you will, future you will appreciate this morning now, because again, in a future episode, we're going to talk about how those network connections from from past you are going to follow you into your new offers. Yes. And it's going to be the best connector of all. So basically what we're saying is what got you here might not get you there when it comes to scalability, but we do have just like four quick little tips and we want today's episode to be a little bit quick um, <clears throat> to, to help you look at a couple of things that you should think about when it comes to scaling in this season of your business. Okay. So the first thing is stable and consistent revenue growth. We kind of touched on that a minute a minute ago, but basically, are you making money? Monitor that revenue growth, y'all, over an extended period of time. Like the Hulk. <laughs> I mean, like, it can't, it can't just be like, I made money this month, now I'm ready. No, like over an extended, you've got to get through the seasons of business. And we have talked a lot about that. We coach a lot about that, the seasons of business. There are dip, ebbs and flows. There are dips and, and peaks to where your business may have a seasonality to it. And if you don't go through all of those seasons throughout a year, you're not going to know what's coming. And you may have some real dry months that you're not prepared for financially. So you really need to be make, making sure that you are watching that growth. Know your numbers. This comes back to data. If you're business has consistently demonstrated upward like revenue trends, like you making money on a sustainable for a sustainable period of time, then that might be an indicator that you are ready to expand and grow some. But 
here's a big but, make sure that that growth is not a short-term spike, but rather a result of a very sustainable demand. You guys know demand is something that like, are people asking for this? Don't go create this thing just because my heart tells me this is what I need to do. Listen to us. We speak from experience. Your heart will lie to you. Your heart, heart, will yeah, lie. Your heart is lying because it's not My heart tells me Cheetos are good for me, but I know. I know <laughs> that's not when the scale fits. Well, and hot Cheetos tell you something later after you've eaten them. That ain't it it either. So if you really want to scale this thing, don't just do it because you think it's the next right thing if you don't want the work that comes with it too. Because we're talking about like scalability on like a financial financial playing field here. There's also a workability play field. Like, do you have the bandwidth? Do you have the team in place? Do you have the, is your personal life in order? And like, are you in the right season to grow this thing? Because there's a lot of work that comes with it that I don't think people always stop to think about. They're just watching what Instagram people tell you. And Instagram people will lie to you, um, either because they don't have the experience or the knowledge or because they just trying to make the money. But You've Mm -hmm. got to really think these things through. Is there a demand? Is it profitable? And do you have the bandwidth that it's going to take to grow this thing? And if the answer is no to any of those, then hit pause for a minute and maintain until you really can get your feet under you. Absolutely. Okay. Number two is look at how you're currently operating and if you can actually handle more work. Okay. Evaluate the efficiency of your current operations. If your business processes are like well-defined and optimized, which I love that word because Mm -hmm. I don't know that I've ever been fully optimized a day in my life as an entrepreneur, (laughs) but uh, if if what you do can be replicated without it costing you a ton more money, um, then it might be a good time for you to scale, but not, you know, just know that like only only do the scaling if you can actually afford the increase in workload, if you can actually afford the increase in number of clients and the jobs that you can take. Um, you know, if, if it's not going to fit into your current season of life to actually have more work, if you were burning that candle at both ends and you're like, I really want to scale and add more, I'm like, listen, adding more food to a plate that's already full is going to, I mean, it's going to be more harmful for your business than helpful. Like it will lead to severe burnout. It's going to, um, it's just going to be messy. It's not going to be fun. And the truth is, is, you know, one of, one of our shared clients, I will give her a big old shout out here. Our dear friend DJ, she owns Plimsoll Gear, an apparel company that helps you uh, be reminded that uh, everything needs to be in balance in your life. Uh, She said to us, uh, and our, one of our very first coaching calls with her that if it didn't bring joy and it wasn't fun in this season of her life, she wasn't doing it. And I wish, I wish that, um, younger entrepreneurs could take the words that she said and apply those to their lives just as impactfully as she has, because it's the truth. Like we can all say, yeah, we want more, we want more, we want more, but more it comes at a cost and yes, it's a price forward more. And I'm talking about time. I'm talking about energy. I'm talking about middle capacity. I'm talking about financially. If you can't afford more, if you can't afford the risks, they're not worth it. No. Well, and, well, and you know what too, with, so when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So you really need to look at that in your business and your personal life when you're looking at those kinds of things. Okay. Next market demand and validation. Uh, assess the demand for your product or service in the marketplace. If if there is a clear and growing demand that surpasses your current capacity, like that might be a signal that it's time to scale. Um, so where do you find this? Y'all, you have to look at the data. Look at your customer feedback. Your look data. at your, 
I mean, your industry trends, the competitors offers like to confirm that your offering is going to be well received and has room to grow. And we're going to talk more about this in future podcast episodes. So like January podcast episodes, like y'all just be prepared because they are so good at talking about looking at the data and client offers and customer feedback, industry trends, all the things. But again, market demand and validation. It can't just be because you want to do it and you think it's a great idea. You've got to have it validated and you have to build the demand for it. Are people willing to pay you money? If they're not, then that's not a viable offer. So you need to go back to the drawing board, ideate again. You know, are you are you actually solving a problem that people need? Perfect. Yes. I love that. Okay. And then really the last thing is to, uh, and this is not the last thing to know if it's time for you to scale. And Corey, can you just explain what scaling actually is? Because I'm saying that going as an entrepreneur who's been in business 20 years, I know what scaling looks like for me. But if I would have been five years in, I would have been like, what does that mean? Because when I hear scale, I think corporate. So for solopreneurs or for small businesses, what what does that look like? Just as like a quick... Sidebar. I think it can look like a multitude of things. I could, I think it could mean like you're adding a team. I think it could look like you are a service provider and you are wanting to add on coaching. You're ready to scale this thing. You've taken all of your knowledge and your experience and you're ready to apply it in another arm of your business. Um, it could be that you have an overarching brand and you are going to add a few more legs to it um, or, or arms to this under this big brand. Um, you know, one thing we did with the business reboot is we had um, we had the retreats and we had the masterminds and we are now doing one-on-one coaching and we've done the podcast. Like we are scaling this thing um, to be able to serve in a bigger, wider, um, greater capacity. Uh, but again, for some people, it could be building out like maybe you're a solopreneur and you want to build an agency format and you want to scale this thing so that you can take on more clients. You are going to basically duplicate, replicate you, clone you, and you're going to have people who are able to serve clients in the capacity. It could be a photographer hiring on um, associate photographers. That is what it means by scaling, in my opinion. Yeah. Again, no, if, if I'm wrong, write in and tell us, but uh, right. that's the way I define it. Perfect. Okay. So here is the last thing is that, is there room to invest financially? We are coaches and I will tell you um, without trying to sound braggadocious, can we use that word? <laughs> without that trying word. to. That's, a, that's a big scrabble word right there. Good. I know. Yes. I just got 93 points. Um, but that is what we do as business coaches is we are able to have a bird's eye view on your business and and we become the investment for people who want additional eyes and hands and brains on their work. So know that you need to ensure that your business has a solid foundation, like financial foundation. You can assess your cash flow and profitability and you know, financial ratios and all of those like businessy words, but really just know that scaling requires an upfront investment, whether that's a business coach or whether it be a lease or a mortgage on a new space or, you know, uh, some type of financial investment to hire new employees. You just have to have access to money to invest, whether it's through profits or loans or investors. Let me get an investor. Where can we find them? (laughs) Please, Um, I'm coming. I'm like, come on, come on. Um, Those things are crucial. If your financial position is strong and you can afford to expand your offers or scale the business without compromising the stability of like, your core operations and putting yourself in a really scary place financially, then it's a good time for you to know that this is like clear. Next step is to scale. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, this does not mean that you should be afraid to take risks, but you should also be really smart about it. Calculated risks. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like uh, calculated risk to me um, reminds me of, um, Oh, you know what? I can't even think the word. We ain't got time to think about the word. 
Let's just move along. It's a a good thing. Like just think about, think about the risks because you have to live with those decisions at the end of the day. And if it's something that you can look back on and go, regardless of whether, and we did that with the reboot, we both had a small uh, amount of money that we could invest in. And we said, you know what, we're going to roll dice. We're going to hold hands. We're going to film on Louise this and just see what happens. And it paid off a million fold because of one, like the lessons we learned, the growth that we were individually able to have, the growth that we've had for the reboot and the people that we've been able to to help and and watch their businesses grow. So that investment, it'll pay off, but just make sure that you've taken those calculated risks in a way that you can be happy with the outcome no matter what. That is is a very good reminder. Very good reminder. And one more reminder is to remember that scaling should align with your long-term business strategy and goals, which means you first have to have long-term vision and goals. And I just sat down yesterday and um, we were not planning on, we were planning on working like two hours. Yeah, we worked six because we were like, no, we're in it. We're we're in the the trenches and in the groove right now. So let's don't stop. But we really wrote down like long-term visions for the year, goals of things that we really wanted to make happen. So you have to have those things in place in order to know where you're going. If, if you don't know where the destination is, how are you going to get there? So that's something mm-hmm. that we think is really important. So we want to wrap this all up with a little reminder that every business is not made to scale or has to scale to be successful. You have to be prepared for the work and the growth that it actually takes to scale the thing. And it's a lot, y'all. It's a lot. Uh, and maybe you're happy with where you are. So don't overcomplicate things by adding in a scalability factor just because you think that's what you're supposed to be doing next. And then the people on Instagram tell you that's what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be doing because that might not be it. <laughs> But if you are looking to grow this thing, these are some very helpful things to walk your ideas through. Yes. And if you are looking to use 2024 to be the year that you are utilizing tools to help you grow your business, we have got something really incredible for you. Um, We've never done it before, but we are really excited and we've we announced it a minute ago, but we're announcing it now on every episode um, that we are creating something that's really awesome. We are excited to announce Built, the Business Reboot Workshop Experience. It's a series of quarterly workshops that are virtual um, that are geared to help you reboot your business in 2024. Our first workshop takes place January 30th, and you don't want to miss it. It's called Dump the Purse, How to Audit Your Business for Growth. These online workshops are going to be live, and there will be recordings that are going to be placed in our new Business Reboot Vault, uh, but you can reserve your seat for only $127. So just go to our website at the Business reboot.com for more. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at business reboot or visit the website at thebusinessreboot.com. We will be back next week with another episode of the business reboot podcast. 